Hey guys, so today I'm back for another video with my twin sister Nicole. Hello. Who you probably know pretty well by now. She's been in about two, two or three videos or so with me over the past couple weeks. And today we're going to talk about human respect. And when we say human respect, we mean um, the desire to be loved, validated, and accepted by your peers. And of course, this can be good in moderation, but today we're gonna talk about when you let human respect mm -hmm. guide your life. I mean, obviously, I think the vast majority of people, 99.9% .9 of people at, at one point or another do give in to peer pressure and care what other th people think about them. But I think the danger of this in the long run, and especially if you let it dictate your life, is that your actions will no longer be genuine. They're gonna be a product, you yourself are gonna be a product of what other people want and expect of you. And so this can even, this can even limit creativity. If you're in some kind of, if you're an entrepreneur in some kind of creative job or pretty much any profession that you're in, it can limit your creativity because you'll be like, oh, I'm not allowed to do this or, or I should do this. You're gonna have very little chance of actually being innovative. You yourself won't be genuine and you're probably not gonna create anything that, that really makes a difference and it's very effective and extremely successful either. Mm -hmm. In a sense, it's kind of like putting yourself in a mental prison. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you let human respect sort of filter down and um, form your principles. Mm -hmm. So. If you do this, if you let you know the current political trends just become your own because you want to fit in, then it sort of erases your identity. You're letting this mainstream thought mold you like clay or work you like a puppet. And so I think that's a really, really, really unfortunate side effect. So we sort of see this with um, twofold people. Number one, when you have certain principles but you forfeit them to sort of appease and please public opinion. And then there's the other person who wouldn't dare stray outside of the mainstream, you know, thought trends for fear of criticism and backlash. So they mm -hmm. don't even allow themselves that opportunity to explore other ideas. Mm -hmm. This can be particularly difficult when people that you really admire, you want to please them. I mean, it's easier when you don't care about what these people think, you don't care about their their opinion of you, but when you really admire someone and look up to someone and you want them to think very highly of you, it's so much more difficult. And this is why I think a lot of kids give into the peer pressure in high school and these sorts of things. I, I mean, I did on, on occasion. <laughs> I'm not well, like solidly perfect well, all the time. Yeah, and we're definitely guilty of this. You know, especially when we first started writing, we, we didn't really um, ever abandon in our principles and write anything blatantly against what we believe but we definitely watered down what we believe so we wouldn't come mm -hmm. out as like totally um, anti-politically correct because we wanted to you know get published and if yeah. we ever were completely ourselves that was never going to happen but in the end when we did finally come out I mean it was immensely difficult mm -hmm. to you know to say that we support Trump and we're conservative it definitely destroyed any dreams for our career in the writing, writing industry from that point but although we did forfeit that we did gain something immense by that just that liberation to be able mm -hmm. to say what you believe and not feel like you're just imprisoned all the time so. this was actually something that was quite common in the writing industry you would have someone who would write a very successful book and then everyone would immediately notice its success and then they'd all start writing books very similar with the same premise exactly the same so for a while it would just be you'd be reading the same book by different authors for a year or so. Mm -hmm. And then someone would decide to be original and they would write a book that had a very original premise yeah. and then it would blow all the other books out of the water, the competition, and it would be very successful and then everyone would piggyback off of that and follow it again. So this is kind of how it works. And there are very few people who are willing to say, 
I'm just going to take on something completely original that hasn't been done before. I'm going to take that risk and I'm going to do what I want to do and write what I want to write. And uh, these are the kind of people that in the end end up changing the game, though, for sure. Yeah. But of course, you can't please everyone. Yeah. There there were some very prominent New York Times bestselling authors, um, some who we've even met, and they will, you know, write very politically correct stuff. But even so, they would constantly be attacked, you know, by people saying, you don't have enough diversity Mm -hmm. in your book still after all these, you know, accommodations they Mm -hmm. make. And so what we learned is even if you're going to play the game, you will still get backlash. You can never please everyone. Well, it's kind of actually similar to what I was saying before. When you act in accordance with what other people expect of you, you might write or just in in the grand scheme of things, do things in general that you wouldn't necessarily otherwise do. That are maybe they, they could be in direct conflict with your actual foundation and principles. So it'll make you betray those in order to please other people. Mm -hmm. So it's best, and I know it's super hard, and and, and a lot of people, it doesn't make you a bad person or even a weak person if you fail at this every once in a while, because everyone pretty much does. But if you do give in to the peer pressure sometimes, it's just best to get back up afterwards and and say, I'm going to stay true to who I am, what I believe, and that way I can actually make a difference in a way that I want to. I mean, you'll look at your work afterwards and be like, wow, this is completely not really an accomplishment. It's a product of what other people wanted. Am I really happy with it? So that's kind of how, that's eventually what we realized. And it took us many years. So we weren't perfect straight out of the gate. It it took a while to just be like, oh, screw it all. And just do what we wanted to do and say what we want to say and live according to our actual foundation and principles and not be ashamed of them. Because there's nothing to... There is nothing to be ashamed of. But it definitely does take a lot of courage to oppose popular opinion. But on the other hand, we also understand people who are in, you know, who have jobs. You know, they don't necessarily have to go along with the mainstream, but they can just stay silent. I know my dad had this issue for a while. He couldn't just start saying, you know, everything he believed because it could end up with him losing his job. So, of course, there's always that aspect. So I think it really is true that at the end of the day, if you live according to human respect, trying to gain human respect from others, dictating your life that way, you really are going to be unhappy. You're not going to feel fulfilled and you're not going to feel like your genuine self. It's, it's definitely, I can even say from experience, it's not a happy place to be. And it's not one that, that I never felt proud of myself yeah. being in that, being in that exactly. state. Exactly. And the friends that you gain in that position, I mean, are They're they real. even, but I mean, oh, when you go yeah. along with human respect, are they really even truly your friends? Because, you know, none of that is really you at the core. Well, we know because all the friends that we we had garnered in the writing industry through not speaking our real political beliefs, they were quick to run away to shun us as soon as we came out with what we really believed. So they're not real friends. They're fair-weather friends, as Mm -hmm. you would say. And the people who do accept you for your actual beliefs, they're like, we've made some really great friends, some true friends in this movement and uh, over the course of the past, a little bit less than a year yeah. that we've been doing this, some really amazing people, and, and we don't regret it for a second. Oh, not at all. So that's about it for this video. We just really wanted to talk about human respect because of the impact it's made on our lives, but we really hope that you enjoyed it. And, uh-huh. and for anyone else out there that struggles with this problem, we, we hope that maybe it was helpful or encouraging in some sense because really everyone does struggle with this, and I think especially teenagers in this day and age. So you have to empathize with that because it really is a big thing uh, for, for people who wanting to fit in and wanting to have friends and wanting to belong. So yeah, we really hope you enjoyed. Uh, we will be back soon. We have uh, several videos that we're planning together actually. We're, we're getting back into it. I'm so happy that Nicole is back making videos with me because I really enjoy it. And I hope you guys do too. Uh, so we will see you back with another video very yeah. soon. Bye guys. Bye.